1: Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Sports Memo's Pro Football Forecast. This is the last show of the new year, guys, and we here at Sports Memo want to wish all of you and your families a very happy and a very healthy new year. But folks, grab that helmet, lace up those cleats, get ready to make some money in the NFL this weekend because you have an amazing show. Let me bring on this good-looking panel of all-stars. We've got Jeff Michaels, Moneyline Matt, and Rocky Atkinson. Jeff Michaels, Happy New Year to you and your family. How are you, buddy?
2: Good. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. I'm excited. Got some big college football action going this weekend, but also looking forward to this NFL card. So glad to be here with all you guys today.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here with you as well as I'm with Matt and Rocky in this final show for Sportsman TV in 2022. Moneyline, Matt, Happy New Year to you and your family. How you doing, buddy?
3: Thanks, Joe. Happy New Year to everyone on the show. I'm glad to be on the panel with you guys as always. And like you said, so is it right here? Yep, Michigan right here. Some big games coming up this weekend. Um, and uh, more than anything, though, really excited about this NFL card. I feel like there's some good uh, good angles this week, and I'm really excited to break it down with everyone and, of course, talk with you guys.
1: God, I love my Line Matt. I love his loyalty to his Detroit teams. Notice he brought up the Michigan sign, but he didn't say anything about the Detroit Pistons jersey over his shoulder. Gotta love hey, you, Matt. Matt. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're struggling a little bit. There,
1: there you me. go. There you go. A lot of seasons left in the NBA, though. My good friend, Rocky in my second show with Rocky today. Happy New Year to you and your be- beautiful, beautiful family. How you doing, buddy?
4: Hey, you doing good, Joe? Happy New Year to all you guys as well.
1: Well, I'm honored to be here with this great panel. Now, guys, before we get into three roundtable games in a best bet se- segment, I've got a couple of quick announcements. You know how I love those afternoon quickies, especially on a Friday. First of all, every successful sports bettor and sports handicapper I know use the Gold Sheet, the oldest and the most respected of all the betting publications. After the show, www.goldsheet.com. Use what the pros use. I say it every show because it's true, my friends, the customer appreciation at Sportsman's was unrivaled. We know they're saving your money just as good as making your money. We've got a couple of deals we'd like to tell you about. First of all, we are in the meat, the heart of the bowl campaign. And I want you to know you can go over to Sports Memo after the show and follow any one of your favorite cappers for $99 for the rest of the bowl campaign. And I gotta tell you, this is the biggest set of games between Saturday, uh, excuse me, between today and saturday and obviously this would cover the national title game as well so follow your favorite capper or cappers my friend let me put that up real quick after the show 99 bucks follow any of your favorite cappers and uh jeff and i are still excited you know uh two dollar tuesday featured cappers over at sports Memo. jeff michaels joe D'Amico. we both have five percent plays locked and loaded over at sports Memo. two bucks a piece Jeff Michaels, Joe D'Amico. Finish your year on a high note with two of the best looking and most documented winning heck happers on the planet. Uh, Jeff, I love making Jeff laugh. My friends, uh, before we get into some free plays, here are a couple of pro football line moves this week from my good friends over at the Superbook at the Westgate Hotel and Casino. It is my favorite sports book in the world, guys. Whether you live here locally in Southern Nevada or you're just visiting, you go over to the Superbook, I promise you. Bring a sleeping bag and some pajamas. You don't even need a room. You can just sleep right there in the book. I'll tell you, that's how much fun it is there. Now, we talk about each show that line movements uh, are, are made because of weather conditions, injuries. Uh, but these three specific line movements in the NFL this weekend were made by the wise guys, the sharp money, the smart money players here in Southern Nevada. We wanted to make you aware of them. First of all, the Patriots went from one and a half up to 2.5. Now, a little bit of this was bet back down, because it did go up to 3 at even money. They bet it back down. You never know if they're looking to bet both sides of a game. Uh, so they're all over the Patriots. The Niners went from 5.5 up to 9.5. The Sharps are saying San Fran can't lose this week. And then the Steelers from plus 4.5 down to plus 2.5. The wise guys are all over Pittsburgh. So once again, New England, San Francisco and Pittsburgh, those are your three wise guy money moves. Um, guys... Three wonderful roundtable games that our cappers are going to be predicting and then our best bet segment. If you miss any portion of the roundtable segment, I will read everybody's uh, predictions after the third roundtable game. Our first roundtable game, guys, it's true. The NFC South fell a little bit short of expectations this season, but the Panthers effectively move into first place with a win here. And the Bucks can clinch if they win as well. Carolina took the October 22nd meeting 21 to 3, but you know how I like a big but, but. Lost and failed to cover the previous four meetings. We're going to Panthers at Bucks Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Currently, Tampa Bay minus three and a half, total 40 and a half. We're going to go to the Southern Assassin, Rocky Axton. Rocky, take it away.
4: Thank you, Joe. Yeah, uh, Carolina's coming in six and nine straight up this year. Tampa Bay, seven and eight on the season. You know, Carolina fired their head coach. They're, they sent their star running back, Christian McCaffrey, to the 49ers. And here they are competing for the division title under the direction of interim head coach Steve Wilkes, who is now 5-5 five and five since taking over. With a win here, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay will clinch the NFC South division title. Uh, Carolina beat Tampa Bay 21-3 to earlier this year, just like you said. So Brady and the books. I think they're going to be seeking a little revenge in this one. Uh, it feels like Tom Brady's having a very bad season, but he's actually completed 66% of his passes for 4,178 yards. He has 21 touchdowns, but he does have nine interceptions on the season. I think he gets up for this game, puts up some big numbers. Uh, Carolina, one in five straight up on the road this year, where they allow 26.5 points per game. Carolina's three and seven against spread the last 10 road games. They're 10 and 25 against spread the last 35 games against teams with a losing record. And they're one in five against spread the last six games after scoring more than 30 points in their previous game. Tampa Bay four and one straight up and against the spread overall versus Carolina the past three years, including two and oh, straight up and against the spread at home. The favorite is five and one against spread the last six meetings in this series. I'm going to recommend playing Tampa Bay minus the points in this one.
1: Rocky Akers and the Southern Assassin says revenge. And maybe Tom Brady could get a little revenge on Giselle here with a big win. Says, take the Buccaneers minus the points. We're going to go over my good friend, Jeff Michaels. Jeff, Panthers, Buccaneers, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Currently three and a half, 40 and a half. Take it away, Jeff Michaels.
2: Yeah, you know, a couple of things that, that Rocky, you touched on there quickly were a couple of big things that stood out to me. I mean, Brady has put up some pretty decent numbers this year, but it's almost comical when you look at Tom Brady, you look at the weapons that they have at wide receiver and you look at their offensive line, which granted has had a few run-ins with injuries, but they're just one in eight against the spread this season, uh, playing against bad passing defenses, which would be passing defenses that are allowing 61% or better. But the teams that he and this offense should be taking advantage of, they just haven't been able to. I mean, they're 1-11 against the spread playing on grass this season, and Tampa Bay hasn't covered a home game yet this year. So those did stand out to me, and you look at a Carolina offense that hasn't turned the ball over in three weeks. That's been one of the biggest issues for this Tampa Bay team over that stretch of last three weeks at least at the bare minimum. But Carolina hasn't lost a fumble or thrown an interception in the last three games. And you add in the fact that they probably didn't have the quarterback that they thought that they were going to play with at the beginning of the season. You know, Baker's on his third team in in what the last sixteen months. But I think I got to be looking at the under in this one. I mean, there's been a lot of talk. If you guys follow Kelly on Twitter, there's been a lot of talk about those divisional unders. But Tampa Bay, two and eleven over under is a favorite under head under Todd Bowles. They're one in nine against the division. And they're 0-6 over-under against teams with a losing record. So I think I might be leaning towards the under in this one, staying away from that side with what Carolina has done and and, and making a potential run to to go at this struggling division.
1: Wonderful breakdown from Jeff Michaels, what we've come to expect from him. Our $2 Tuesday feature cap of that play still available. We'll tell you more about that during his Best Bet segment. Jeff says a lean on the under. Good, good breakdowns by both Rocky and Jeff, what we come to expect from both of these guys. Guys, don't go anywhere. We have two more roundtable games and our Best bet segment. And as I mentioned earlier, if you miss any of the roundtable games, I'll run down all of our pros predictions after the third round. Our second roundtable game, oops, they did it again. No, it's not a Britney Spears hit. Minnesota got another win last week. Was it luck or was it skill? No matter what you say about the game, they still have notched 12 victory so far this season but green bay with a late season surge back in the playoff race looking for revenge this season's opening day 23 to 7 embarrassing loss the home team has covered nine of the last 13 meetings we're talking vikings packers sunday 4 25 p.m eastern standard time green bay three minus a dollar 20 total of 48 money line matt take it away
3: yeah i appreciate it appreciate it as always joe and for me you know i always like to point this out because This is one of those games where it definitely comes down to the hook for me. You know, if it was a three and a half, I might be Vikings, but right now it's a minus three and I'm back in the Packers in this spot. And a lot of it does come down to the situation as well. You know, for the Minnesota Vikings, they've now won two games in a row, even though they weren't the most impressive wins. I mean, of course, it's impressive to come back against the Indianapolis Colts, but I think it's more impressive that the Colts actually somehow found a way to give that up. You know, um, they're now 12 and three on the season, six, seven and one against the spread and with that being said, they're also 2-2-1 two, two and one against the spread on the road. As for the Green Bay Packers, this is a team that is seven and 7-8 overall. And to uh, Joe's point, they are now in the playoff hunt and scratching and clawing to try and get in there. You know, because of that, I, I do. I think the Green Bay Packers have a lot more to play for in this matchup. The Vikings have clinched the division with their 12 and 3 record and honestly have very little hope to grab that number one seed from the Eagles. They need the Eagles to lose out, and then the Vikings would need to win the remaining games and there's other teams that would come into into that that picture as well and if you remember the eagles dominated the vikings earlier in the season so they would also own that tiebreaker so part of me does wonder you know it's a rivalry game you're coming into green bay and if you're the vikings you definitely want to go out and get that win but even if you don't there's always that part in the back of your mind where it's like well we're okay anyways you know what i mean and for the green bay packers they don't have that little that little angel on the shoulder or the devil on their shoulder talking to them because they need to get these wins to get in you know and I'll be honest, I I do like what I've been seeing from the Green Bay Packers. I think they were a little fortunate last week that Tua potentially had a concussion. But, you know, coming back and beating the Dolphins in that fashion, I think this team has a lot of confidence right now. You know, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson. Uh, They still got Alan Lazard and now Romeo Dobbs is back on top of that. So they do actually have a decent receiving core at this point in time. They're starting to generate some chemistry. And then on top of that, you got running backs like Aaron Jones, who's a dual threat in the backfield, out of the backfield. And then A.J. Dillon's been playing really well on top of that. And then for this Green Bay defense as well, I think they're starting to become a more confident unit. You know, you saw uh, Jair Alexander call out Justin Jefferson, essentially, saying his last game was a fluke, which, again, I don't think is the smartest thing in the world, but again, you got to be a confident man to go out and make that call out. It means this defense is ready. It means this defense is prepared at home. They're ready to rock. So when I see stuff like that, it, it really does make me look to Green Bay, and I think this is actually going to be an official play for me with the Green Bay Packers, and one other thing that I wanted to point out and it's an angle that I liked for this game I'm really like I'm I'm looking at the books waiting for the Dalvin Cook rushing prop to drop because I think he's going to have a very good game against this Green Bay Packers rushing defense they are ranked 27th in rushing yards given up uh, throughout the season and if I were to guess I think Dalvin Cook's rushing line would be around 78 and a half rushing yards somewhere in there so I do expect Cook to have a good game but all in all I am definitely with the Green Bay Packers three here i think they're getting right at at the correct time uh ramping things up heading into the playoffs potentially but they need to get this win first so i think they're focused on this win i think they're also focused on a little bit of revenge you know if you remember the vikings beat the green bay packers 23 to 7 earlier in the season so i'm with aaron Rodgers here and i'm with the green bay packers at home to get this win over the minnesota vikings
1: great stuff from Moneyline line matt one of the sharpest minds in sports betting today he has revenge will play a part in why he likes the Packers. I'm Sicilian, Matt. I know a lot about revenge. (laughs) You spoke about the angel and devil on your shoulder. My angel is in therapy. My devil liked me so much he moved in. Great (laughs) breakdown, great analysis, what we've come to expect from you, my friend. We're going to go to my dear friend, one of the most successful cappers in the history of the NFL. As a, Just amazing. The guy, we talk about the white whale hitting 70%. Rocky does that for a living. He hit 70% a couple of times for the NFL season. He's going to tell you his breakdown. Vikings Packers, Sunday, 425 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Green Bay, three minus $1.20. Total 48. Rocky, take it away.
4: Thank you, Joe. Yeah, I have to agree with Moneyline Matt in this one. I'm going to take Green Bay minus to points here. Uh, Minnesota 12 and 3 overall this year. Green Bay seven and eight overall in the season. Green Bay's off a 26 to 20 win in Miami this past week. While Minnesota beat the New York Giants at home 27-24, to 24. Green Bay 3-0 straight up their last three games overall, where they're scoring 26 points per game. Uh, not sure if our viewers remember, but a few weeks ago here on the show, I told everyone that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay would not go down without a fight. But that, w- that it would be tough to make the playoffs, though. They beat Miami, which I didn't think they would be able to do, and here they are. Uh, Rodgers is a little banged up after last week. He's been limited in practice so far this week, but all indications are that he will play on Sunday, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, Rodgers has completed 65% of his passes this year, 3,331 yards. He has 24 touchdowns, but he has thrown 11 interceptions. Uh, Minnesota 3-10 and 10 against the spread of the last 13 games against teams with a losing record. Minnesota 1-5 against spread the last six road games against a team with a losing home record. Green Bay 17-7 against the spread of the last 24 games when playing on grass. The home team is 9-4 against spread the last 13 meetings in this series. Green Bay, 9-4 against spread the last 13 meetings at home versus Minnesota. I'm going to recommend playing the Green Bay Packers minus the points here.
1: Rocky Ackerton, the Southern Assassin, says great minds think alike. He and Moneyline Matt both like the Packers here. Great stuff. Sports fans don't go anywhere. We have another roundtable game, then our best bet segment. Guys, I got to tell you, this third roundtable game, I looked at it, and I'm pretty damn good handicapper myself, and I was perplexed. So I really want to see what our handicapper – you like that, Matt, perplexed? Well, I really want to see what our, what our <laughs> cappers here on the show have to say about it. Big playoff implications on the line in the Sunday night late game, guys. AFC North rivalry. Ravens clinched wild card but can take the division by winning out. Steelers, as of now, alive. But a Miami win over New England would knock them out and possibly change their starting personnel in this game. It's a lot to take in on this one. The dog, 26-3 ATS, the last 29 meetings in this rivalry. Steelers-Ravens, Sunday, 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Baltimore, 2.5-38. Let's go to my good friend Jeff Michael.
2: Yeah, thanks, Joe. This is is definitely an interesting one in, in a division that I was paying a lot more attention to up until, well, let's say last week. But, you know, Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore playing in the Sunday night game for a reason, another big divisional matchup. But, you know, Pittsburgh is taking that same kind of swing like Rocky mentioned with Aaron, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They're not going down without a fight. They've won and covered four out of the last five games and five out of the last seven. But now they do run into a Baltimore team that may be playing as hot, if not hotter. There are those injury concerns on on both sides of the ball. But Baltimore's won three out of their last four. They've won seven out of their last nine but they have covered, struggled. Excuse me, struggled to cover the spread. They're just two and four against the spread in the last six, and they're four, seven and one against the spread in the last twelve. But it was kind of surprising to me and impressive that Pittsburgh has covered back to back meetings in Baltimore. So they've gotten the job done. Even you look back to those last couple of years where they weren't as competitive. But the biggest thing, Pittsburgh. 14 and 46 against the spread when they allow 150 rushing yards or more that does go back almost 15 years I believe but the last 60 games they're covering just 37 percent of those and Baltimore has done that in 12 out of the last 14 weeks so that includes their winning cover against, against Pittsburgh on December 11th so you know, I do think that if Baltimore gets their rushing game going, they they have a shot to to win and cover this game. But it would be somewhere that I might be looking at an under two as well in another divisional-type matchup that the team trends do kind of follow that suit of that league-wide trend. But I think I'm leaning Baltimore in this one over Pittsburgh minus those points.
1: Jeff Michaels says a small lean on Baltimore and possibly an under, but – if you had to twist his arm a lean on Baltimore, great breakdown, Jeff. Thank you very much. What we come to expect from you. We're going to go over the money line, Matt. Money line, Matt. You know, I've noticed though, three and a half on a first round table game, a three minus a dollar twenty on the second, a two and a half on this game. These lines, they're made, these odds makers are really check, looking to make us make a decision here this week in the NFL. Steelers Ravens, Sunday, eight twenty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Baltimore, two and a half, 38. Matt, take it away.
3: Yeah, thanks, Joe. And I completely agree. This game definitely perplexes me as well. But, <laughs> but one thing I will say is uh, with these with these games, these outdoor stadiums, with the low, the low spreads, one strategy that I've definitely had is teasing the underdog and giving them a six-point teaser or seven-point teaser and combining them. And it's been very good this time of year so far. So that's one thing I just wanted to mention. You know, if you're not comfortable with the Steelers at – Uh, Plus two and a half, you always have an option to do a six point, seven point teaser, something along those lines. And I'm sure you'll feel a lot more comfortable with an eight and a half or something like that. But because for me, this is a game. This the spread. I really don't want anything to do with. And I'm actually looking to the total here, kind of to Jeff's point. You know, uh, the seven and eight Steelers travel on the road to face off against the ten and five Ravens. And this game will be played in Baltimore. And the Ravens will once again be without star quarterback Lamar Jackson. And this is a team that is recently coming off a seventeen to nine victory over the Atlanta Falcons. And in late November, this Ravens team beat the Steelers 16-14. to 14. And I think we're going to have a similar outcome in this matchup. And when I say similar outcome, I'm actually referring to the under, okay? The last five of six Ravens games have gone under 30 points, and three of those games have actually gone under 20 points. So if this were a game uh, – to go in the hands of Kenny Pickett or something along those lines, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to score enough points to to hit this over against a Baltimore Ravens defense. And then I look at this Baltimore Ravens offense and Tyler Huntley – i don't think they're going to be able to score enough points as well when facing a pittsburgh steelers defense you know this says 38 points on the screen i actually think it's a 35 point total at least that's what i saw it at or got it at earlier and i'm still completely fine going under this 35 point total you know uh this is a ravens team that since lamar jackson has gone down they have scored a high of 17 points. Okay. So that's about, I think it was a four game sample size there. And once again, this is just one of those spots where I don't see the Baltimore Ravens scoring more than 17 points. If, the only team that I can see actually scoring more than 17 in my eyes would actually be the Steelers. And if that even occurred, say they scored 20 points or something like that, you can still have a 21, 10 finish a 21, 13 finish or something along those lines. This is an outdoor game in Baltimore. They're actually going to have pretty nice weather, but again, Um, To Jeff's point, this is an old school rivalry game, you know, and I think that's what we're going to see, some old school Ravens and Steelers football, you know, with like back in the day with Ray Lewis and Troy Polamalu. And I think it's going to be very low scoring. I don't even think this total will be a sweat if I'm being honest. I think this is going to go way under a 35 and could be one of those games that finishes under 20 once again. So for me, I'm not going with any side here, and I'm going to go with the under 35 points. This is an official play for me as well.
1: Moneyline Matt says, under, under, under. So, I mean, Jeff both kind of agreed there, guys. I don't apologize. In about 90 minutes ago, I saw 38s everywhere. I did the batters on the show, it is down to 35. So, in the last 90 minutes, this they're betting this down now.
3: Yeah, I uh, wish I got and, that 38.
1: <laughs> yeah, Matt, right? Tell me about it. Well, hindsight, I'll tell you what. But, uh, we appreciate that, Matt. Great stuff, sports fans. Let me go over the three round table games, then we're going to go to our best bets. Our first round table game, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh panthers at buccaneers tampa bay three and a half 40 and a half rocky says the buccaneers for some revenge there jeff says he likes the under in the game our second round table game vikings at packers sunday 4 25 p.m eastern standard time green bay minus three minus a dollar 20 now hesitating about putting that three and a half up aren't they guys total 48 matt and rocky both agree Green all the way. Packers, Packers, Packers. They're surging. They're striding at the right time. Our third round table game. Steelers at Ravens. Sunday, 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Two and a half and 35. Jeff said he leans on Baltimore. if to us, his army go under. Matt said definitely an under no matter how low. It, well, at this point, under, under, under. Guys, guys, that's our round table segment. We're going to our best bets, my friends. I want to talk about my friend Rocky Atkinson. You know, Rocky and I have been friends for many years. Uh. We became friends because we had a mutual respect for one another. Rocky, we talk about all the time, and he's not going to toot his own horn. He's a humble guy. 70% in the NFL, not once but twice over the last few years. That's for the season, guys. Not for a week or a month. That's for the season. I know that we did a show this morning. He said he was very disappointed right now that he's at 57%. Guys, I just want to give you guys a little behind the scenes, behind the curtain here, guys. If you had 54%, 55 56%, you'll be good enough to be the number one capper on your website. Rocky right now is at 57%, but I got to tell you something. Odds are 6-5 pick him. He's going to be over 60% by the time this season ends. He is a winner. He's going to tell you what you can expect from him. Uh, uh, excuse me. He's going to tell you what you what he's been doing. He's going to tell you what you can expect from him on the premium side at SportsMobile. He's got a free best bet. Rocky Atkinson, the floor is yours.
4: Thank you, Joe. Yeah, like you said, I'm disappointed. 57% this year at the moment. Um, 70% all NFL last year, uh, but I had a little run there, a little stretch where I lost three weeks in a row. That you know, I was I was hitting 70% again this year, and uh, I lost three weekends in a row. Actually, won this past week uh, to get me to 50, 57%. Um, I'm gonna try to get to that 60% mark by the season's end, and uh, hopefully, we'll have some people following us there. Um, the game I'm looking at for my best bet, Jacksonville at Houston on Sunday. I'm looking to take Houston plus the points here. Jacksonville seven and eight straight up overall this year. Houston comes in two and 12 overall this season. Houston is off a 19 to 14 win in Tennessee this past weekend, while Jacksonville won 19 to three in New York against the Jets. Two weeks ago, Houston lost by only six to a very solid Kansas City team and the week before that lost by four to a good Dallas team in Dallas. Uh, They have averaged 22 points per game the past three weeks against three solid defensive units. Uh, Texans head coach Lovie Smith said he's not interested in tanking to get the number one draft pick next year. What he said was it's more important to him to finish with a winning record in the division this year. Um, Jacksonville's 0-6 straight up and against the spread the last three years as a favorite. Jacksonville three and twenty-one straight up on the road the last three years. All three of those wins coming this season. Houston, as I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, two and one against division opponents this year. So they have a winning record against the division, where they're allowing only fourteen point three points per game this season. Uh, Houston five and zero straight up and against the spread. Excuse me, five and zero straight up, four and zero, four and one against the spread overall. Versus Jacksonville the last three years, including 2-0 and straight up and against the spread at home against the Jags. Houston has won nine straight over this Jacksonville club dating back to 2018. I'm going to play Houston plus two points as my best bet for the show.
1: My good friend Rocky Agudson says he's playing Houston as his best bet. Guys, he breaks down a game. He's got something something for every type of player out there, guys trend streaks the street smart edge and that's why he's one of the best in the history of this business and guys just want you to know he said he's disappointed at 57 percent. i'm in the sports books here in vegas every single day i know guys that would give their limbs they would sell their children to hit 57 percent. he's disappointed with that's how great he is rocky's gonna stick around uh till the end of the show um guys i'm gonna tell you this is the best collection of cappers anywhere on the planet i was just informed by my our producer chris We have another wonderful customer appreciation discount, NY39 at checkout, three days, all sports access for any of your favorite cappers, $39. You can't beat that with a bat, I'm going to tell you right now. They just keep piling in these customer appreciation discounts, and they shock the hell out of me, I'll tell you that right now. Guys, without any further ado, my good friend Jeff Michaels, he is doing some great work, three days, seven days, 30, doesn't matter the sport. He's all over the sportsman leaderboards. He's going to tell you what he's been doing. He's going to tell you what you could expect from him on the premium side. And he's going to give you another free best bet. Jeff, take it away.
2: Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I appreciate it. Because we've been running hot without question. Right now, number two capper on the site in the month of December. And one of my biggest college football plays of the year kicks off in about 30 seconds, I believe, in that Arizona Bulls. So looking forward to that one. Still have that 5% $2 Tuesday teaser. Uh, seventeen and one run. There, we've won nine straight teasers, and that goes on Sunday in the NFL. So, like Joe said earlier, two dollars, and myself and Joe are still up and available for sale. Mine will kick off on Sunday, so make sure you guys go grab that if you haven't already. But as far as my best bet goes, guys, I'm going back to that game that I didn't talk about, and I'm gonna chime in there with with Rocky and Moneyline Matt. And I'm actually gonna disagree. And I'm gonna look at these Minnesota Vikings against Green Bay in the in that middle round table game we were talking about. I just happened to double check and it looks now. I even sent this line to Joe earlier, so I'll take the fault for this one. But money's coming in on Minnesota. That line looks like it's two and a half now. And I saw three and a half earlier today. So headed towards Minnesota and a couple of the big things that stood out to me. Minnesota's got the number six passing attack in the league. Granted, Green Bay's passing defense has been impressive this year, but this Minnesota, this Minnesota offense just put up good numbers against an Indianapolis secondary that has played well against the pass. They may not have the best defense in the league, but their pass game has been impressive. And, you know, uh, Matt mentioned it earlier in his roundtable aspect this offense still has Dalvin cook. I mean, their rushing numbers haven't been the most impressive this year, but that has been more in my opinion, because they've focused on Justin Jefferson and and the passing game and really emphasized that and kind of gotten away from that rush. So I think it's a big opportunity for cook, you know, green Bay Rogers is on that injury list. Questionable Uh, Adam or Aaron Jones is on that list is questionable. Christian Watson is questionable so there are some injuries there and I think that this injury to Jalen Hurts is having a big effect on some teams because some, some of these teams that you know Dallas and Minnesota that really didn't think that they were going to have any chance to be fighting for a number one contender spot you know Matt mentioned it, it may not be an easy road for them to get to that number one spot But it's an easier road now that Jalen Hurts has, you know, uh, his health has been put into question for the last couple of games. And the one thing I'll leave you with a little TNA, teams off an upset win like Green Bay is playing against a division opponent as a favorite when they lost the previous head-to-head matchup by two touchdowns or more, 10, 17, and one against the spread in the last 28. So I'm going Minnesota here.
1: Wow, wait. Jeff Michaels said he likes the Vikings.
0: Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Chumba. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Guys, I love the way Jeff breaks down a game. I know you do too. All over those leaderboard, Jack Sports promo after the show. Right. Use that great customer appreciation discount. I'd like you to stay for a longer stay, maybe a 30 day stay with Jeff, but that one that just popped up, three day, all sports access, 39 bucks. Guys, go follow Jeff after the show. I promise you, you'll come back for a longer. Stay. Having said that, my good friend Moneyline Matt, he's another guy, no stranger to the Sports Memo leaderboards, guys. You know, he specializes quite a bit in NFL. He does some NBA and stuff, a lot of props. But he is all over the place. I know a few weeks back he was on a 16-1 run, if I'm not mistaken, Matt. Is that correct? 16-1 run. I know that he fell off one day. We did a show together. And he came right back and he started streaking again, guys. But the integrity that you get from a guy like Moneyline Matt, man, it's unrivaled. And I love him. All right, he's going to tell you what he's been doing. He's going to tell you what you can expect from him on the premium side. He's got a free best bet for you. Moneyline, Matt, take it away.
3: Yeah, thanks as always, Joe. And honestly, great breakdowns, guys. Those were awesome. And uh, yeah, so right now I am number one 30 days NFL on the Sports Memo Leaderboard. I'm number one NBA last seven days. I think number one or number two NBA last three days. So running really hot right now. And one of the games that I am looking to this weekend is actually the Carolina Panthers against the Tampa Bay Bucks. And in this matchup, the Carolina Panthers travel on the road to face off against the Tampa Bay Bucs and, of course, Tom Brady. And this is a spot where the Panthers Panthers are 6-9 overall on the season and 8-7 and against the spread. Uh, the Panthers are now one game back from the Bucks in the NFC South with playoffs potentially on the line. And as for the Buccaneers, this is a team that is seven and 7-8 on the season and 3-11-1 against the spread. I'm done trying to pick the spots with the Bucs. I'm absolutely done, and I'm going the opposite way. I feel – and honestly, the fact that the Panthers get the hook with it as well, the three and a half, it makes me feel that much more comfortable because this is just a Bucs team that I don't see beating really anyone by three or more points at this point in time. You know, um, sharp action and money are both coming in on the Panthers, and it's something that I personally can't disagree with because the Bucs have also lost the spread in five straight games. And the Bucs have been one of those teams all season long where – game after game after game. You think they're going to improve. You think they're going to beat a team by seven points. You think they're going to beat a team by 10 points. You think Tom Brady is going to start making those throws that he typically makes, those over-the-shoulder streak routes to Mike Evans, those 15-yard outs to Evans and Godwin and Julio Jones. And they're just not coming. They're really not. And I'm not going to sit here and wish for something to happen that I just don't think is going to happen anymore. And that's why I have turned to the Carolina Panthers. And I feel pretty good about this pick as well you know and now that the Panthers have Sam Darnold they've had him for a couple games as well they're only generating more chemistry more synergy and then they actually have a pretty solid dual threat backfield at this point in time you know when Christian McCaffrey left I thought their run game went with it. I'll be honest. But when you have someone like Deonta Foreman, who's kind of like the thunder, the in-between the tackles, he'll oh. run you over. He's that guy that hurts to tackle. And then uh, you have Chuba Hubbard as well as the Lightning, the guy who kind of gets out on the edge, the guy who gets the swing routes. He's good at catching the ball out of the backfield as well. And, you know, and then I go and I look at the box. And their run game is just not there. And I don't think it's coming. You know, I think Leonard Fournette looks kind of fat. He looks out of shape. He's slow. And, you know, I just don't really get behind it. So for me at this point in time, you know, all season long, I thought this Tampa Bay team was going to come along. I thought the Michigan man, Tom Brady, was going to start bringing this team up and doing some things. And this is just a Tampa Bay team who's had situations like this before. They've had games where – okay, you think they're going to go out and play well, and it's a must-win situation, and it just hasn't happened, so because of that, I'm riding with the hotter team here, and I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold, and I think they have the better defense right now. I think they have the better run game right now, which is very important. You've know, you heard me talk about this time and time again. When you have that run game, when you get it going, you can run a little play-action attack, and it allows guys like DJ Moore to get open down the field. He's a very slept-on receiver because he's with the Carolina Panthers. I like him to make a couple plays in this game, but again, I'm back in the Panthers here at plus three and a half.
1: Moneyline Matt, I told you one of the sharpest minds in sports betting today, he says he's going the Panthers. Great stuff from Moneyline Matt, all over those leader bears, excuse me, a leaderboard leader, as we say over at Sports Memo. Great guy to use for those great customer appreciation discounts after the show. Go follow Moneyline Matt, you'll follow him to the bank, guys. Turn down the volume. It's the last breakdown of the last game of the 2022 year. And Joe D'Amico is going to do it for you. I'm going to tell you right now, excited ain't the word. You ain't going to need any champagne tomorrow night because I'm going to get you going into the new year. My friends, once again, this college football bowl season, I'm making your money with my premier releases hitting over 62 percent I've got for today, Friday, the Orange Bowl matchup already posted between the Clemson Tigers and Tennessee Volunteers. I feel strongly about this play. Go get it. Take advantage of those customer appreciation discounts. I have my CFP cash money play posted as my $2 Tuesday play. It's going to be available through Saturday. I mentioned before, a game of this caliber would normally be considered a game of the year situation. We don't do games of the year here at Sports Memo, so I put up as high as a name as I could my cash money play. I'll grab it right now. Two bucks, you'll win big. I have a 10% bowl game of the season posted for tomorrow. This year, 18-4 and in 10% releases. I've got a 5% play in the Music City Bowl. Right after the show, I'm putting up a 5% play on the Ohio State-Georgia matchup. And I will have two to three big games Sunday in the NFL posted this evening. Now, having said all that, guys, I want to talk about the Monday night game. Now, my crown is in the garage. As you all know, the king of Monday Night Football has not dropped a Monday Night Football premium release since early October. How long is that? Is it October, November, December? Going into January. Wow! I even started this week off with a big winner for all of you. With the Chargers on Monday night, for my best bet for the show, we're going to go to one of the biggest matchups this week in the NFL on Monday, as the Bills travel to where Pink Stadium to face the Bengals guys currently. Buffalo holds the number one seat in the AFC after winning the past six games, while Cincy Guys, they own the number three seed following seven straight victories. Both teams obviously are motivated here. The Bills want that number one spot while the Bill, well, while the Bengals, although have wrapped up a playoff course, are still playing for what? The AFC North title, a first round bye, and still has a shot at the best of all record with winning this game and some help. I doubt that any of the Cincinnati players are happy about the fact that they're playing at home and yet they come into this game a one-point underdog. Folks, understand that this team has won five in a row straight up in where? The Jungle, covering nine of their last ten. This includes a 1-0 mark as a home dog. Very simply, I think this game comes down to two things. Number one, defense, and I feel the Bengals possess a little bit better overall of a defense and certainly a little healthier right now. Number two, both teams are so similar statistically except for one major disparity. Go check this, guys. The Bills' 30th in the league, committing over 24 turnovers. Meanwhile, the Bengals, you know, they snagged 20 takeaways already. This matchup favors one side, and that's Cincinnati. Hmm, makes you think, doesn't it? On the flip side, Cincinnati does not turn the ball over very often. So being the fact that Cincinnati owns a bit better defense, uh, commits less turnovers, I like them here on Monday night. Oh, one more thing, guys. We talked about how good the Bengals are at home, both straight up against the spread. You know, the Bills have only covered three of the last seven as a true visitor this season. Take the Bengals, folks, and take your bookmaker's money. That's all I've got to say about that, my friends. Guys, it is the last show for SportsMetal TV in the 2022 year. So I'd like to get some closing thoughts and comments from all of our panelists. Then I'm going to take you on out of here in time for you to get down on all these free winners you got from this amazing panel of winning cappers. Jeff Michaels, closing thoughts and comments.
2: Yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in this year. Everybody be safe. Have a happy new year. And that three dollar deal, guys, perfect opportunity. I got a ten percent bowl game going on Monday too, as well as my five percent two dollar Tuesday NFL play. So, lock them up both thirty nine bucks, get three days, and then go grab these other three guys while you're there too.
1: I love that Jeff Michael's like he's the lead singer of the band, and the other three guys. I love Jeff Michael's. He's a winner, guys. Jeff, I wanted on a personal note, it was a pleasure to. Share all these Sports Memo TV uh, shows with you this year, and I look forward to doing a lot more things with you next year here at Sports Memo. Moneyline, Matt, closing thoughts and comments.
3: Yeah, I just want to say I hope everyone has a happy and safe New Year. And you know, I'm kind of the rookie here over at Sports Memo and Wager Talk. And I just want to say how much I appreciate doing the shows with everyone here and everyone throughout the company that I've done the shows with. And you know, I've learned a lot along the way as well. And you know, everyone who tunes in and supports myself and supports other people from the Sports Memo and Wager Talk brand, I greatly appreciate that as well. Whether it's here, whether it's over on Twitter, whatever it may be, you know, we're not here without you guys, and we really do appreciate that and one last thought i want to leave you guys with is those teasers all right you know think about those teasers this weekend with those underdogs in those outdoor stadiums i already have around four or five nfl plays up like i was saying uh top nfl guy last 30 days and gotta add my teaser still you know that's one thing that's been hitting pretty good so far and if you're not into my plays Make sure you check out everyone else on this panel or other people around the Sports Memo brand. I think uh, if you shop around and you check out some people, some picks, plays, stuff like that, you're definitely going to find someone who fits you. So, again, guys, I appreciate you tuning into the show as always, and I'm always glad to be here with you guys.
1: Line Matt, you might be the rookie on here in a new edition, but you're a wonderful addition. We appreciate you. But I do notice that every show, you remind me that you're a lot younger than me, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Just kidding, Matt. Guys, Matt is is wonderful, and we look forward to doing a lot more things with you next year. Matt, my good friend, one of my oldest friends in this business, that's for sure, and one of my favorite people on the planet, Rock Yakasin. Closing thoughts and comments, please.
4: Yeah, and uh, first off, we just appreciate all that you do as for hosting these shows for us. And I know you thank everybody else all the time, but we we thank you for all, all that you do. We thank Chris back in the studio for everything that he does and, and the rest of the crew back there. Uh, enjoyed doing shows with uh, Jeff and Moneyline Matt this year and you, Joe. Thank you to our viewers. I mean, without you, we're nothing. And uh, we appreciate you coming and watching us uh, each and every every day, I guess, or, or every week. And uh, hopefully we'll cash some winners this weekend. Be safe out there this weekend if you're doing something you probably shouldn't be doing. But uh, we'll see you next year for sure.
1: Rocky, I want to thank you for bringing class and integrity, not just to this business, but to this planet. You are one of the most genuine and wonderful people in this world, and we are all better for knowing you. So thank you. Sports fans, it's about that time. Don't forget to tune in. Taller Sports Memo TV's amazing content. Hit that subscribe button to get a reminder. You don't want to miss any of our cappers free winners or betting insights. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Remember, increase your chances of making a profit. Follow the best collection of cappers anywhere on the planet here at Sports Memo. Because we don't go gambling, my friends, we go winning. On behalf of Sports Memo, Jeff, Rocky, Matt, and me, Joe D'Amico, everyone out there a happy and healthy new year. Good luck and have a winning day.